Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Lifelong Learner with Matt and Janesh. Welcome back everyone. Hello friends. It's uh, freezing. That's yeah. what it is. It's freezing. The time of recording, it's, um, we haven't done a, a morning one in a while where it's, um, it's been this cold, but it is, uh, it is quite chilly. Uh, and the heater is struggling to work, but um, I'll tell you up. where it's not chilly. Yamba, it's twenty-five degrees right now. Mm. A friend of ours is looking at a property out there, and he's um, just reminded me that fucking Queensland is better than Victoria. I know I might have just offended a whole lot of people, but just an idea that I'm floating. Yeah, majority of our listens are in Victoria. Right? Yeah, sorry, sorry to say it, but there's a place where it's twenty-five degrees. Why aren't we there? Anyway, true. <laughs> Enough about me. <laughs> so today, we're going to chat about something that can either make or break everything. Everything. Yeah. Fundamentally. Um, and, and it's also something that every single one of us individually could become a master at. Yeah. You don't need to have, you know, um, a great upbringing. You don't need to have money in the bank. You don't need... To, I mean, you can work on this now, and it will guarantee you success. Mm. And I don't believe anyone, anyone is a master in it. I don't think every, anyone nails this one thing 100% of the time. No. I think it's a constant, it's a constant work of art. It is, um, it, you are lifelong, right? Yeah, for sure. There's some, I think... Oh, and I think there's times where, and we're leaving this deliberately so that you, the listener, are thinking, what the hell are they talking about? Mm. But I think, I think that you can master it in areas, but you need to be vigilant. Mm. You know, you might be mastering this in your professional life, but if you're not careful, you're probably not on top of it in another area of your life. Mm. Because mm. it revolves around character and authenticity and courage. And there's times where we're, we're not courageous. Mm. and we take the easy way out so maybe you guys are starting to try and work out what we're talking about yeah it is probably the one thing that every uh, human no matter what age they are do to some level Um, even if you're slowly on your death if you're non-responsive then no but um, even if you can't talk or you're paraplegic and you the only thing is you're blinking is you can still do it from a baby to that stage yeah what are we talking about Matt we're talking about communication and yeah. so I got a question right off the bat for you. okay go um, and I don't want life story I want like snapshot like okay, we might five. have to do this in multiple takes go <laughs> um, what is what is communication to you what is it? Mm. Don't um, give me the textbook meaning. Okay, I'm going to give you what I believe. Yeah, what is it? Communicating your truth. Okay, tell me a little bit more. It's just a little cryptic. Um, I think in any situation, there is... You come in contact with someone, and there's an exchange. And if you're communicating well, you're sharing your truth. 
and you're not making assumptions, you're asking questions. So if I'm sharing my truth with you mm. and I don't understand you, then I have a moral responsibility to myself and you mm. to ask and to get the truth. And when there's an exchange of truth and honesty, that's communication. Mm. But I think what we often do is we make assumptions because it's far easier for me to judge based on your actions and determine what I think you're trying to communicate mm. and then just tell myself that story because it doesn't take any courage for me to say, hey bro, why, why were you so short this morning? Why did you greasy me? Mm. I've already decided it's because I missed a podcast a week ago and you're pissed mm. off with me. In actual fact, mm. it could be that you woke up this morning and mm. the dog shat on your rug. Mm. And I create a whole story around why you greasy me. You don't even know that you greasy me. Mm. I mean, how many people are in um, situations where this has happened? Mm. It's mm. it's everywhere. And I am, um, yeah. To me, I think communication. It's about that honesty. It's about the truth and having the courage to get to the truth. I mean, what do you what do you think? Yeah. Communication. It's a definition for you. What's the the way you interpret it and live by? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's definitely it's definitely evolved for sure. It is um it has evolved for me. Uh probably the most uh evidently probably in the last I would say three years potentially. Mm-hmm. Um it's evolved. Where it, uh communication would lead just like as uh would be tied to, to leadership to me. Yeah. Um and it's like uh, it wasn't a two way it was command and lead yeah right uh, well now it's it's a little different it's um, it's is to to communicate to for me and, and trust me I don't get this right all the time uh, I don't get it right many times but when I do it's fucking a win mm. uh, to communicate is for me is to understand the other person mm. um that's all you need to do. You don't need to say to communicate. You just need to listen to communicate. But it is to understand. If you feel and you thoroughly can understand that person, then the communication is effective. Mm. Um, and and or in two ways, right? It's like my role is to make sure that they can understand me, um, but I can't control how they interpret it, right? So you can do the best you can, but my job is to understand them. Um, it, that is that is to communicate. Um, I want to bring up what you said before was the sharing truths and what like uh, like you might assume something right and something that we I've talked about a lot probably recently and we do some coaching I talk to it about a lot in um, in leadership training is uh, the difference between uh, intention perception and reality. Right, mm-hmm. all three things can be completely different. So, my uh, my intention is not to grease you. I was looking past you. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, your perception is that why are you looking at me like that? Why are you being short? When um, that's your perception, right? Mm-hmm. And you go, oh, he's he's not in a good mood with me. Uh, the reality is that we don't even talk about it, and there's this underlying tension. That's like what, what what is going on here, and that is the reality. That's how that's how the perception and the intention plays out. Because I'm like, why are you annoyed at me? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, why are you acting like nothing's wrong? Yeah, right. And then you're gonna create a story mm. for why as well. Yeah, 
and then we both have our own stories and we're both sitting in our glass houses and we're both right and we're both like why is there this tension instead of owning it and go oh maybe it's because we're not communicating well we often in a stressful position will create a story Mm. oh it's because he's this and if we're really poor communicators and we have low self-esteem and we don't really know who we are then we with the people around us we could create a story to protect how I'm feeling about our interaction Mm. oh Janesh is really short today oh I think he's, he's got a, a pole up his ass today and I tell a few people and now I've created a little posse of people who feel the same way as me just to make me feel better and then at some point there's going to be a conversation and I'm going to feel like oh my god I completely missed it I didn't realise that you were having pain at home I thought it was about me but now I've like poisoned three people against against you I mean these are situations that you see in workplaces, there's situations that you see in um, friendship groups, mm-hmm. in families. Mm-hmm. A lack of communication is, I think it's often the root cause of almost every yeah. pain. And I think the lack of courage to, to clarify. Um, if something comes across a certain way, they may or may not mean it the way that you perceive it. Mm-hmm. Um, but people just perceive it and they assume and they don't necessarily ask. They don't. They don't clarify, right? So they don't go, "Hey, look, sort of clarify. Did you? What do you exactly mean by that? Or did you mean A, B, C?" And that person will be like, "No, nah, man, I didn't mean that. I meant this, this, and this." And they're like, oh, "Okay, that makes sense now. Great, all good." Um, I think it takes a certain stage of relationship or something to do that, um, and it could be. Um, it's not consistent, right? So. I think people could do that for certain things within a relationship, but then other things don't. They won't oh, necessarily right. clarify. It's like, oh, it's just easier not to rock the boat. Uh, which, yeah, which is really interesting. I, yeah, and I think that um, you're right. In a professional setting, there's almost, I think, for me anyway, I, I think that I'm a great communicator in a professional setting. Mm. I attempt to be a great, great communicator in my personal life, but mm. that's sometimes where it comes undone for me. Less so in my professional life, more so in my personal life. Mm. This, and this is the trick that we play on ourselves. I would tell myself I'm a great communicator. I run impacts. I train people on communication mm. skills, on you know understanding how you learn. And, but the reality is that it doesn't matter how much you know. Mm. If you're not doing it, if you're not putting in the effort, if you're not being honest, if you're... And they're little subtleties, you know what I mean? Mm. Oh, I know there's something wrong, but instead of having the conversation, I don't want to wreck today, mm. I'll put it off. Mm. That, that just, it's, a, it's leading you down a garden path. Mm. I think um, it's really important to have the courage to say how you're feeling, even if... And sometimes maybe it's more complicated, we don't know how we're feeling. But at least expressing that um, can be helpful for, for that relationship, those, those parties. Um, I remember, and I'd be curious to, to know what your underlying philosophy is, because I think um, great communicators have an underlying philosophy which enables them to keep perspective. So do you have like something that you remind yourself um, that enables you to always see the best in others. Yeah. Um, I... Oh, yes. 
I do this in retrospect. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to do it in in the moment, right? Mm. Uh, a lot of the times it'll be in retrospect. Um, I say that in usually a heated discussion. And then after, I'm like, how was that a miss? Mm. And then it's like, uh, what? There, there's um, there must be something. There must be something wrong. Something I'm missing, mm. right? Like, what is what is it in their in their shoes, right? Um, I think it's the like how to. Well, what are they thinking, right? Mm. Um, and this is happening after you're saying after yeah. after I say it, and I'm like, there's obviously a disagreement or something, and then it's like, oh, how did I get here? Yeah, how did I really get here? Mm. Um, and go having, I think, part of that empathy, I think. Mm. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting because it happens after. So I think it's in the moment of going, like, how do you... Because you have your... I have my perception that this is the best for everyone. But in reality, it might not be. Mm. Um, and then it gets construed a different way and then you get very confused because you have been, like, all right, best intentions, but it comes across terrible. I think, I think that, for me... Mm. That's the key there, what you said at the end, the best intentions. Mm. Um, I think if I remind myself in every single interaction that this person is doing their best and, and, um, and I expect the best of them, then it tends to go better for me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Whereas when I go in going, oh, this person's taking the piss, they're, they're always fucking trying to take shortcuts or they're this, this, mm. you know what I mean? With this predetermined idea of who they are and what they're up to and why they're behaving the way they are, it goes horribly wrong. Yeah. Um, and I think in some of our meetings, if you don't mind me saying, mm. you at your best is when you've said, um, when you've already been kind of sitting in my shoes, you already know, you know mm. what I mean? You've sat and you've gone, okay, this must be how he's feeling and then mm. you've coming from that place um, of compassion I think you often get the best results mm. in some of our tricky mm-hmm. yeah. conversations yeah definitely um, and that's usually as you said before funny enough that's probed by questions mm. because I want to understand yeah right I can't I can't communicate I can't by communi- for me to communicate I must understand because mm. um, that is for me as I said before that's my definition and then for depending on where I'm at, like, what role I'm playing, like, to lead, I need to understand by, I think by, if you are, and we're kind of switching a little bit into leadership here, but if you, if you are to lead without understanding, you are a fool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're just a plain and simple fool. Um, Like, you just, you need to understand, you need to acclimatize, um, and there's quick ways to do that. There's really quick ways. There's quick ways to ask. But you've got to ask the questions, right? And I think, as you said, I think our better um, professional conversations have come from questions, mm-hmm. right? Um, and there is, a, there is a book, which I'll, I'll quote in the show notes. It's um, Coaching Habits. Oh, really good book. Like, has a, like, 10 questions in it. And I've changed all my coaching. Mm. All that's changed. Yeah. Like all, which is flipped it on its head. Better questions. Oh my god, better question. That's that's all my question now. It's yeah. just these questions, and it leads into so much gold. And these questions can be done not just in a coaching sense, in any relationship, any friendship, uh, anything. But I got a question for you. Questions uh, are the answer. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So with your both um, professional and personal. Um, uh, and only one thing 
right? And I pose this question for you, and we will both answer it, but I also pose it to our listeners. What's one area of communication that you think you need to work on? Mm. I wish I didn't know the answer this straight away. Yeah. And you know what? Like, you ask our loved ones, mm. or people around us, they'll probably say a different thing. But, I, like, let's, uh, let's hear from you. Listening. Fuck! <laughs> Oh, <laughs> listening, 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 fucking listening. I like to fix things, Janesh. Part of my role, my professional role is soft skilling, strategies, tools, you know, shifting perspective, trying to bring out the best in people. I'm, I always have great intentions, but great intentions, something to do with hell. I can't remember that saying, but you know what I mean? Pave the way to hell or something. Um, listen, if I could slap myself every time that I didn't listen when I should have, I would have been slapped a lot. Mm. I am so... Is that both professional and personal? No, more personal. Professional, I'm... Because I'm paid to be a communicator. Do you know what I mean? How fucking ridiculous is that? You're paid to be great, so if you're not great, take five minutes and fucking come back and be great Mm. because they deserve it. What a great way to be. But then I go home in my personal life and I fuck it up. Because I don't listen. You know what I mean? I want to fix and I want to help. Um, so easy one for me, man. Listening and in and in and not listening for any other reason than to, as you said, understand. Mm. And also um, not just listening to the words, but what isn't being said. And interpret interpreting it from um, this person's doing their best. Mm. That's hundred percent area of growth. Listening in general, actively listening and hearing what's being said or what's not being said for me. For you, what is the, the area that you need to work on? Yeah, it's funny. Um, I think of a, uh, a relationship I have currently with my oldest daughter, uh, which I at times do better at. Um, it is listening, but it's, it's different. It's like, where I am very much go, go, go mm. during the day. A um, lot of professionally, a lot of decisions mm. are being made during, during the day, right? Um, but when at home, I think, not I think, I, I, I need to. <laughs> I want to change that. I, I think and then I, I, I do, And then I, I, I take the ego out and go, I need to actively listen. It's the same. When I mean actively listen and it's like you are listening one for me without doing multiple other things without yeah. me going yeah I'm listening I'm on my phone or I'm listening yep and I'm cooking dinner or something right um, like listening and also listening without doing something else but listening listening but without and this one's really hard for a lot of people I feel like we're the same without, I'll slap you and you slap me no, without um, formulating a response yeah. in your head before and it is hard so, and catch yourselves with it this week I challenge you guys when you go to listen don't start thinking of your response because a lot of the a lot of the conversations you go I'm going to think of my response when do I get to speak when are they going to yeah, stop and I get but to but I've slide. already had this I had this like line planned in my head and as soon as they take a breath I'm going to say it 
and you're not actually listening. And that's that isn't communication. No, that isn't. That's, that's just talking. That's speaking, and you just getting your. I mean, you're basically speaking to yourself. That's what I'm talking about mm-hmm. in intimate relationships with mum and dad, with people I'm closest to. There's mm-hmm. triggers. There's pain around it. I don't actually listen, and that's where I cause a lot of the pain is from the, the not listening. Uh, it's it's simple, but it's fucking not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, the funny thing is that, and you may listen. You may have heard it in our podcast, but I know a lot of people here and and coaching clients go, oh, you say this one thing a lot, Janesh. Um, but there, there is a purpose behind it, right? Mm. And I say, mm, mm, a lot. And you're doing it more now too. And that mm is like, yes, I've heard you, but I am digesting and I'm going to give you a value, valuable answer back, right? Like I'm not just going to come at you because I'm going to go, mm, okay, let me, let me sit with that. And I think as probably age and experience, I've done more of that because I fucked it up, jump at the gun and have come up with a half-cocked decision. People leading them, leading them into a fire, right? Uh, think that that mm, has definitely helped me. That's a strategy. Yeah. yeah. I think um, one other thing that that I've noticed is that because I'm a coach, I'm a cheer squad, and sometimes when someone is speaking to me, I'm close to, they instead of them feeling heard they feel like they get a pep talk from me some people love that but I've realised particularly in the last month that people need certain things do you know what I mean? sorry I shouldn't be laughing but yes and sometimes people need um, to be heard to be understood so if I'm like oh life sucks this is happening I can't do this that person might need acknowledgement of the struggle not Come on, you can do it. You got this. Mm. Um, sometimes there's a need for that. Mm. You know what I mean? So in communication, if you understand what they need, you can then provide them with it. But I blanket when people are struggling. You got this. Never give up. You can do anything. You know what yeah. I mean? And particularly in um, feminine and masculine conversations, I'll never forget uh, Mark Dobson ran this incredible mm. um it's fulfillment I think he mm. runs this um, thing in June or July and he talks about masculinity and femininity and how often feminine energy needs to tell the story mm. and go round the circle mm. and talk about everything involved in this story and how it made me feel as part of this processing mm. whereas men we, we're like what is the problem? let me fix it oh you just need to do this mm. and so for me in professional relationships but in in a lot of relationships listening as you said understanding the story often people fix it for themselves Mm. they don't need fixing Mm. Matt just let them do them all you need to do is create space Mm. and let them tell their story and then ask a couple of good questions if you really care about helping Mm. and if you want to be a good communicator listening is number one yeah I've learnt the hard way and um, that you don't (laughs) You don't coach people in your personal life. No. Uh, you don't. And I've had a couple of friends say, hey, look, can you can you coach me? I said, nah. I'm like, I, I just, nope, nope. Uh, I will give you some advice on... Handle uh, them to me. I need clients. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I will. I, I will. I was like, nope, 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 because I don't think you can distinguish the lines. And I'm like, I'm not sure if you're going to like Coach Janesh. Coach Janesh will get your results. 
but I don't think you will like him. And, and I might destroy your relationship yeah. with him. And I, I, I've given unsolicited advice is the worst thing you can ever do, right? So I just go, oh, I'm just going to listen. And uh, even though it may pain me, it doesn't pain me anymore because I don't hold on to it. Yeah. Right? I'm like, okay, cool, great. Um, and I've, at times I'll ask people, do you want me to listen or do you want me to fix? It'd be that because I just need a reminder. And people go, I just want you to listen to this. I'm like, great, awesome. I will, I will be the best listener ever. So good because you've got boundaries. Yeah, uh, but now I just don't. I don't ask that question anymore. I listen. I try to listen always, and I don't fix. I don't offer uh, stuff. I think uh, even with my dad. Last mm. night, parents were out for dinner, and he's telling me stuff. I'm like, that's that's not that's. That's not what the case. I mean. This and triggers getting, with family. Yeah, I'm getting a nudge from Cash in the Cash going, just shut up and listen. Yeah. Just like you're trying to fucking fix, and I'm like, but it's just wrong. It's, he's, he's getting he's getting uh, really terrible advice from his doctor right now, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Um, but I was like, oh, I just let him be. Um, but you have a quote for us, Matt? I do. I um, Let's finish with the... I did remember another one, which I love, mm. and I haven't got written down. Um, so, you know what? I'll let it go. That's fine. Um, but this quote, I think this is a really good one. Um, so here we go. Speak in such a way that others love to listen to you. Listen in such a way that others love to speak to you. Mm, that's a really good one. It's simple. Yeah, it's an easy one for for all of us to to practice, right? And it's like it's like a muscle. It's um you you got to practice it, and you got to constantly practice it. And you'll find you'll see like old people that they just don't give a fuck anymore, and they turn cranky because they just stop practicing. And they don't really care. Um, but I would say continue to practice. The, yeah, the better communicator you are, the better relationships you're going to have. Oh, everything. It's it, just simple. The better everything's going to be, right? So, mm. And even when it's going horribly wrong, at least you know the truth. You're, you're, you're in it together, so to speak. You're on the same page. Mm. And the only way you can do that is by having the conversation. Yeah. And being kind enough mm. and listening to the mm. other person. Do you want to wrap us up with something? Or do we want to leave it there, my friend? I can leave it there. I think that's a, a good one. I think that's... I would... Yeah, my quote doesn't have a an action behind it, but I think that definitely poses something for for all of us to kind of to work on uh, and think about. And it is constantly learning, and everyone we talked about this before offline that everyone in your world is um, going to require a different style of communication. Yeah, like it's not the same. Like so, how you and I communicate is different. How we communicate to our parents. Uh, how we communicate to our team like we have uh, so your team is also my team out there but then you communicate to them compared to I communicate to them right yeah we, play, um, we have different roles yeah. we have different strategies yeah um, so, but everyone is um, requires a different style I think we put a blanket thing I think, and then um, practice with your different styles play around with it yeah and know that Fundamentally, people want to be heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, lastly, the reason why people, you know, they're like Max, the team coach, he's mm-hmm. great with kids. The only reason I'm great with kids is because I actually listen to kids. Mm-hmm. I'm better with kids than I am with adults. Mm-hmm. I listen to them, and by listening to them and treating them like an adult, mm-hmm. they feel heard. Epic connections. Mm-hmm. People go, how do you get? How do you do it? How do you get open, get them to open up? I just listen. Mm-hmm. But why can't I take that skill? <laughs> Into my personal life. Into my family life. So, good luck. Um, never give up. 
but <laughs> maybe everyone should fucking listen a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, thanks, team. Till next time. See ya. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening to another episode of Lifelong Learner. If you liked our episode and what you heard, please leave us a review on uh, the platform that you've been listening on. And to find out more about us, please tune in to lifelonglearnerpodcast.com and you can find out some updates about what's happening and get updates on as episodes drop. Thanks again.